Welcome to the first official Office Chair Sports Podcast. I'm Jacob. Roll up a chair and listen, because I'm Jonathan. We're going to be having two podcast shows. One on Monday, where it will just be me, and we'll be talking Formula One, IndyCar, NASCAR, and other big motorsports news. Then on Tuesday, I'll join Jacob in the studio, and we'll be talking about the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, and anything else that's going on in the world. We'll be posting video clips from our podcast on YouTube, along with special podcast episodes on YouTube only. Follow our Office Share Sports YouTube channel. All right, so that's enough about us. Let's get what you came here for, sports talk. So I, I do have a question. The NBA, you get five minutes in the first round. You yes. get something like two or three in the second round. They th- These NFL teams got like upwards of eight minutes per pick. Well, I mean, because they drag all these people out there for that. They got to give them a show. But but you're waiting around for eight minutes per team. Yeah. Is that not excessive? I mean, it's a little excessive. But they also, I think it's an entertainment event. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So could, so so should the NBA switch to an NFL draft lottery? Where it, you know, they actually used to have like seven rounds. They did, yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, did. That's true, that's and they point. shortened it up until I think it was like 1980s, and when it was like two rounds. Two rounds, think. yeah, yeah. And then the NBA drafts only been in New York, other than ten times since the 1980s. Right. There was like a ten-year stretch where they moved around different locations. Like they did two in Canada because they had two franchises up there starting up. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I do kind of think the NBA should kind of move the draft around. You think like so? the NFL does? Yeah. I mean, the draft brings in so much revenue. I think I saw like it brings in like ninety million for uh, Philadelphia or Nashville. Really? When it was in two thousand nineteen. Yeah. And I think I heard while watching the the um um. The coverage there's like a hundred thousand people that came out for this weekend yeah for the draft in uh, las vegas like it's right. a big deal how long does the event have to be to justify having the event in a different city every year because it, it, well, it has to be it has, has to, be to be a weekend thing yeah right right has to be a weekend thing and like the nba draft is not meant to be a weekend thing because it's there's 60 picks 60 picks right so like i mean on day two of the nfl draft there's three 32 rounds right so you're talking well, 96 yeah picks. 96 picks yeah and that's more than the nba draft and that's just on one day so i think the nba could still move the draft around mm-hmm. and i mean so like it, in las vegas they built like stages for this event yeah and at the end of the day you're holding the draft in the nba stadium if you do the nba and the NBA has their stage already set, so right. you're not making a whole new stage. Right. I think you could do it for cheaper than what the NFL does it for a lot cheaper. Right. But I do think if it's not a multiple-day event, you're not going to bring up the biggest crowds, so you're not going to have that much profit. This is why I see the, not the incentive to move it around. But I still do think it's a model that should be tried in today's. So that's interesting. Would you, if you were Adam Silver... And you were going to move the draft around. Would you put the draft in a city that already has an NBA team? Or would you put it in, in cities like Kansas City or St. Louis that has no NBA team, but they're big? And, and let's say you put it in Seattle, right? You're, you're thinking about expanding to Seattle. Yeah. Do you, put the, you have to put the NBA draft in Seattle. See, because see, that's that's you tough. Have to, no, because you have to see what the turnout's going to be. You have to see the excitement for NBA. Well, basketball. that's why you can host exhibition games. I think expi- expedition games are more valuable to see test the market than a draft. So you would host the draft. I mean, in NBA. It, what I would cities. do is I would host a draft. So like the All Star game, it switches east to west. Right. Right. So you get kind of please both oh, markets. That's a good point. That's a good point. Good point. I, like I mean, because then if the drafts in. If the draft's in Seattle, then the All-Star or, game could be in Cleveland, so or, you could have done it this year. Or the team that's hosting the All-Star game that year gets the draft that year as well. That could be. That'd be a really good incentive. Yeah. Because then you have two paying events. I mean, the NBA, then you can make it kind of an event. Like, you can have a concert in the stadium before. Right. You know, stretch the event out, for the not for the TV viewers, but for the people who are attending to make it more worth their while to come and more incentive. So what? So the end. So this is interesting that you bring that up. The end. So the NFL moves the draft every year, but they hold the Pro Bowl in basically the same stadium. They don't. They don't tend to change that around for different. Although teams. they have changed it a lot recently, recently but that was only because the 
situation in Hawaii Stadium was right. kind of falling apart, yeah. and they didn't want to get any more money into it. So I think they, I feel like they kind of rushed to move to Orlando. Yeah. And then personally, I did like it being in Orlando because I thought it was very cool. Yeah. But the stadium was just as bad as Hawaii. Probably. To be honest, like Orlando, the capable stadium is just not. Fit not for a Pro Bowl All Star style game, it doesn't have the right. glitz and the glam, yeah. and that's why I think it's in Las Vegas because it also provides the athletes and entertainment because it's like yeah. it's an honor to go it's there, and also it's like they chose to go there. Right. Like when you came yeah. to Orlando, really the only thing you could do is Disney World and be an hour away from the beaches. Like, <laughs> so yeah. But I do see why, and that. I mean, the stadium in Las Vegas, it's Luigi the, Stadium, it, it's, it's top-notch. It's yeah. top-notch and top-notch entertainment around it. Right. So I do see why it's in Las Vegas. And I do think it'll be in Las Vegas for a little bit. If yeah, they I like don't think it. they're going to move it. Yeah. I mean, you could also use it, like you said, to test out markets. Yeah. But the thing is, testing out markets, they don't have the stadium. Well, I mean, Seattle Seattle has an NBA arena, right? Um, FL tends to move the draft around and keep the Pro Bowl stationary. The NBA tends to keep the draft stationary but move the All-Star game around. Yes, but see, now it does matter because the All-Star game is a multiple-day event for the NBA. Right, as opposed to the Pro Bowl. As opposed to the Pro Bowl being a one-day event and the NFL draft is a multiple-day event. Is a multi- so, I mean, I'm sure. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I mean, I do think, like, money-wise for the NBA, it makes sense for them not to move the draft yeah. and new york is a really cool place i'm sure it brings a lot of people because people want to visit new york anyways yeah. like if you put the draft in like cleveland like people do people really want to like cleveland's on their bucket travel list like right. that's most likely not true but like i like the draft being in brooklyn i, I do I'm, I'm i think it's a cool that. stadium i'm content with it but i would like to see like an attempt to, in today's to move it era because i do think the effects would be different than when they moved it in from the 1990s to 2000 right so that's fair so as you mentioned uh most of of the uh, all-star games that were moved around were in the 90s right and so we had in the nba draft the nba draft yeah. yeah so we had portland detroit indianapolis toronto new jersey charlotte vancouver washington dc and then minneapolis so all of those cities have an nba team so the nba is thinking like you are in terms of don't yeah. try out the the emerging markets i mean maybe if they're thinking about moving to seattle i mean it shows that having teams a little bit before um but i think they're pretty content with being in brooklyn and i, think I mean should be. seattle's not a bad idea though they love the nba and so yeah. is kansas city yeah yeah st louis yeah it wouldn't be a bad testing market yeah all right, so when do you think we're going to get expansion teams in the NBA? That's a good question. So, oh, man. So, I, I think the expansion teams are coming. I think we're going to get an announcement in the next four years. I think if Seattle doesn't get a team, it's actually going to be a crime. So, I think the two teams are going to be Vegas and Seattle, but... That means he has to move a team to the east. Well, I'm, but that's that's a non-issue to me. I think Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies can easily be moved to the or east. Or New Orleans. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they're both east coast. So yeah. They probably should be moved they to the east. They probably should be anyways. east, frankly. Yeah. Like Louisiana. For is, travel distance. I Louisiana mean, is not west. No. Uh, neither is Tennessee. So no. you could justify either of those. But, um, yeah, I so I, I think Seattle gets one for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, do you, does Seattle get a team through expansion, or do they get a team because somebody moves? I can't think of who would move right now. I mean, I feel like a candidate would be New Orleans, but it's New Orleans. I don't feel like they're going to move. And See, I think New Orleans is the most likely candidate. I do think so, but I don't think they will. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a team who else would move either. No. No, I mean, Kings have a new arena. Yeah. Sacramento. The King Sacramento is the is the one city that does not need an NBA team. Oh, agreed. Especially when you have like three in California already. Yeah. But also, I mean, California is such a big state that you kind of do but need Sacramento, more teams. Sacramento. Yeah, they don't. Do they have anything else? No. 
Because they all they have their basketball. They all they have is basketball. So if you take that away from them, oh my gosh, the floodgates will open. They will be furious. Of what? But why? But they don't care about the Kings to start with. I mean, that's a that's a fair point. So, that's a fair point. Like you look at other cities, like Salt Lake City, right? Utah, the Utah Jazz. Yeah. The fans there are crazy. Yeah, but they shouldn't the, be the fans, Jazz though. That's another topic. The fans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the fans in Oklahoma City are insane. They're probably the best teams in the NBA. Oh, that is true. You would never. They think. have no other teams. Fair point. So that I mean, they have no Oklahoma has no other teams. So I mean, Sacramento Sac- has to be a little crazy about their team, but I they're guess, not crazy about their team. No, I mean they're. I mean there also has not been. There's been nothing a to lot be crazy to be about. crazy about, Fair. and I feel like they fact. were pretty crazy. They were. They had a during their run back in 03. In the yeah. play, yeah. Yeah, they were. With they were Mike Bibby. Bibby. Oh man. Bibby. I remember playing with him in uh, like two K games. Oh yeah, he was the guy. Back in like 2009. He was just the guy for fun. He was. He was. He was. He was a good guy to play with. Oh yeah, for fun. Well, because I mean, Jason Williams played for them too. He did. He was he a did. fun two K player. He was. I mean, you feel like he's a kind of fun guy in general. Jason Williams. Yeah, I think it's kind of fun. Dude, I need. J- I think I met Jason Williams. I think you told me you did. I think I did. I, I know we played enough. against his kid. Yeah, we and did. We Winter did. Pratt. That's a good point. No, that was Jameer Nelson's kid. No, his kid definitely played in Winter Prep. Really? Yeah. I think it was. I think it was Jameer Nelson's kid. Jameer Nelson's kid. I actually met Jameer Nelson's kids through Cub Scouts. Doing, um, we were putting really? bags on doors for food drives, and I ran into. <laughs> we had to put one on his house. You had to put one on Jameer so Nelson's I saw him, house. Yeah, so I yeah. saw him like them playing basketball, and I didn't realize. So after, I'm like, oh, those were Jameer Nelson because that was Jameer Nelson's kids. But no, so we played against Ray Lewis's kid too, and uh, he That's was at right. TFA. That's right. And then we definitely. Jason Williams could definitely play for Winter Prep. That's okay. for sure. So, I feel so, very confident. I'll so take the that Kings, to the bank. So that's interesting that you bring the Kings up because the Kings have had talent, right? They had DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, I mean, he fine. was the best. He was probably the best center in the game. When oh he yeah, was waste, waste, of, waste of the prime. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, to be fair, DeMarcus Cousins is not a guy that you want to build your team around to start with. Yeah, I feel like it's difficult to build your team around. Well, his his he has a temper. Yeah. He he's got an attitude problem. Like they're building a team around Jaron Fox right now, and that's no, I don't think it's Jaron Fox. I, I mean, who, who else would they be building there? around the team? I mean, they have Nick Sabonis. I mean, yeah, but you include him in the building process. So you don't you think the star of Sacramento right now is Jaron Fox? I. Think he played the best this past season. This past season, he was kind of bad. This season was bad, but I do think. So that you he... think he's gonna revert to the mean? You think he's you, you think he's gonna have a normal season next year? Because this this year he was. Well, I don't know. I mean, they gotta figure out the coaching situation first. I they did. They, 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 they hired. Yeah. Yeah. Today. So if it works out, I mean, I think you can My, be. Okay. So the Kings. He's the Kings messed up with his hire, I think, and here's why. They so Steve Clifford, uh, the last Magic coach, was the the, the coach before. Yeah. So, every team that Steve Clifford's been on, he's raised their ceiling, right? He he made the playoffs with the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. When he was given nothing, he made the playoffs with the Orlando Magic, and they hadn't made the playoffs in. But they had something. Seven they had years. Some stuff. I mean, they had some resemblance yeah. of talent, but playoff level talent? I don't know. No, very young. So, he makes the playoffs with both of those teams. The Sacramento Kings have not made the playoffs in what sixteen years at this point. I, I believe it. I don't know the exact number, but it sounds about right. It was 16 straight years. At this point, you're not trying to win a title. You're just trying to make the playoffs. Yeah. So, and this is another reason to move the team to Seattle, but you just built a new arena. But you can't – you're not bringing in free agents. So, no. So, it's been 16 years. You're just trying to make the playoffs at this point. Steve Clifford is the guy for that job. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. I mean – But Mike Brown, I mean – but I think we offended everyone in Sacramento, by the way, saying we're going to move their team. Their team should be moved. Do they disagree, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike Brown brings that winningness from Golden State from all but those he, years. He was a head coach before, and he didn't win anything. I mean, that's a fair point. But my also, problem, like— My problem with Mike Brown is that the Kings literally hired Luke Walton three years ago because he was supposedly a winner with Golden State. And they fired him in, the, like, what, 12 games into the season? 
So they went right back to Golden State again. So you go, Sacramento is Golden State's little brother. Let me think. Because um, well, they, they tried And to... then they're going to try it again. And third time lucky. Yeah, pr- pretty much. <laughs> so See, he's not going to make the end of his four-year contract. It's three years. He's out. And then they're going to hire another Golden State assistant coach. Yeah, probably. We don't know who it is. Yeah, but it will be announced in three years' time. You heard it here first. The coach should be Steve Clifford. Steve Clifford it is? If the Kings hired Steve Clifford, I promise the Kings would make the playoffs in the next two years. I promise. I'd put down money. The Kings will make the playoffs in the next two years when they hire Steve Clifford. They're not hiring Steve Clifford. This is a mistake. I mean, also, if they made a good draft pick, it might help, too. They did. They traded him. (laughs) (laughs) Fair point. Fair point. So, I think think the Kings, at this point, just need any resemblance of a win. And they just... Can we talk about the new NBA award trophy designs? Like, the balls? Drop them. Drop them. I'm shocked someone hasn't dropped them yet. (laughs) On purpose. So I heard that those are just because it's the 75th year. I'm really glad you said that, and I really was hoping that. Because those need to go, because the trophies that they have are kind of iconic. They're kind of ugly. Oh, the the balls. The balls are kind of ugly. The 75th anniversary balls are ugly. The trophies they had are iconic because they are unique. They do hold more value. Yeah. But no, if, they don't hold value. They're just unique. Well, they hold. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I saw it for the first time, and I thought it was like a joke because, like, I thought it was like not because the award has been officially announced. So, like, nah, I can't be that. And I'm like, and I see the third player get it. I'm like, oh, because I first saw John Morant, the most improved right. player, have it. Right. So I was like, oh, maybe they choose the most improved player trophy. And then I saw, um, defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, get it. And I was like, yeah. okay, there's something up. So now I wonder, does the MVP trophy change? Oh, that's iconic. I, you can't mess you can't. with the MVP trophy. So I mean, the ma- only way so you can mess with it is if you make it all, like, the ball, the crystal design yeah. of it, and you keep the structure. But then you could have done that for every award. So let's talk about MVP. Yeah. Because Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Woj bomb. Woj bomb. <laughs> <laughs> said today that, that Nikola Jokic was voted MVP by the media. Uh, that I already know you have an interesting take on this, so please go on. <laughs> that is a bad decision. Bad decision. I mean... Okay, all right. So so let's ask, let's ask two questions. I do think... There's two questions. Did anybody see the Denver Nuggets contending for a title this year? I don't think you can win a, an no. MVP award unless your team has a chance to win the title unless you just have a russell westbrook type 2017 season or 20 oh i mean that was just like triple doubles we haven't seen that in forever and yeah. like explosive athleticism mvt mvp type plays like every dunk he did so yeah. like yeah nikola Jokic did not have that type of season no they were not they were not fighting for a title i mean okay so, so without without murray they were going so, nowhere in a hurry. So nobody saw them winning the title this year. And the second question is, he's not anywhere close to being the best player in the NBA. That doesn't – nah, I don't think that the MVP – So if you don't – I don't think the MVP – If you don't bolster your team up to a level that they're not at – Yeah. Because that would mean you'd be the best player in the NBA. Yeah. But then now a team who didn't make a deep run in the playoffs, who was the sixth seed if I'm – Correct, right? Or right. they the seventh? Well, I mean, th- that doesn't matter. But the problem. Why well, do you think the seeding matters? I think that means you win more games, yeah, which means it's, it's you had low. a bigger impact. Right. But but my argument is this: Nikola Jokic now has more MVPs than Kobe Bryant. Oh, that is a crime. That is a crime. That's there's no world where that's acceptable. Well, I think LeBron James should win MVP for dragging that sorry Laker team anywhere close to the playoffs. 33 wins. <laughs> <laughs> that team should not That's have 33 30 wins. wins than they should have had. Probably 32. They might have got one lucky one. <laughs> 32. See, my, I mean, that's my problem with, with Jokic because winning two MVP awards as a center automatically makes you – automatically puts you in the conversation for best center in NBA history. And Nikola Jokic is nowhere near that. That's a he's not point. even the best but he's re- center in NBA he's history. redesigned the center position in not, today's though. time he is not Dirk no, no I think he's redesigned it. well yeah Dirk did but like passing center like that I mean okay. alright so who do you think it should have gone to 
Okay, so Joel Embiid. Joel, okay. Is, I, yeah. is the obvious I think answer. I was a little surprised when Jokic won it. Joel I mean, Embiid is the obvious answer. And and the playoffs have shown that Joel Embiid is the most important player. Oh, I mean, he came back and he took two games to the Heat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Without him, he they, stays they dropped two. Oh, I think right? they would have been done. So, so Joel Embiid is obviously, and the playoffs show that Joel Embiid is the most important player for the team. Yeah, but the, but the playoffs don't count. The playoffs don't count. Joel, Nikola Jokic will never win another M- MVP. Okay, I do agree. Never again. I agree. My problem is, so I think Joel Embiid was the most valuable player to this team because mm-hmm. you lose Ben Simmons for the entire year. You have virtually no drop-off in your record, which is impressive in and of itself. Joel Embiid is not the best player in the NBA. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the NBA. Oh yeah, with I him don't getting, think he should win MVP. With him getting a shot back, with getting well, getting not a shot back, but getting a shot—that's kind of consistent. I do think he's the best player in the NBA. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. But this so, season, I do think Joel Embiid was better, based off record. Here's my MVP. You mentioned ranking. was low on the list, but I think it's—I think it's pretty middle of the road. This is my MVP ranking for the year. If I was a media voter. I would not have given Nikola Jokic a top three vote. Wow. I would have. It would have been Joel Embiid one, Giannis at two, Luka Doncic at three, and then Jokic at four. Okay. I mean, I do think Doncic is destined to win MVP next season. Ah. Uh, I, really? Why? Why is that? Why is that? I just wanted to have. You wanted to have. <laughs> I wanted. I mean, okay. He's, he's so going to win an MVP. This Dallas team. I mean, for them, their third seed. I mean, they traded away Porzingis, who was supposed to be Doncic's like man. Yeah. And got Spencer Dinwiddie, who I didn't think would be like right fill a role second as Donch as um as Porzingis did, but I mean Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson also off. improved. Yeah, Jalen Brunson is number two, no, no doubt about it. I do agree. Yeah, but I just I didn't see that coming, and I do think Doncic has a lot to do with that. I just don't think the stats back up his MVP campaign. So it's interesting that you bring up that series because because it's two two right now, and Phoenix is a better I team. Thought, I yeah yeah I would have thought that it would have been more likely that it would have been a four zero sweep than it would be two two at this point. Oh yeah, for sure. Does Dallas have a chance to beat Phoenix? Oh, Chris Paul's pissed now. <laughs> Chris Paul wants to beat those Mavericks like yeah. nothing else. Yeah. So. Oh, this game is. This is two more games max. This series is over. Well, I mean, they have to win two more games. So you're saying they're gonna win out? Oh, they're winning out. Paul's gonna drop. Chris Paul's gonna drop 45 in the next game. Are you Ten worried? assists, zero you, fouls, zero so turnovers. The Phoenix Suns quietly had one of like the top ten seasons in NBA history. Are you worried about the Suns being able to? To win the title this year because they have not looked as good in the playoffs. They they dropped two to, to New Orleans. Yeah. They've dropped two. But to they Dallas. also didn't have uh, Booker. They've dropped two to Dallas. Yes, Chris Paul had a rough game. Are you worried about Phoenix being able to to win the title this year? Because I do think I'm worried that it took them this long to get through New Orleans, and it's taking them this long to get through Dallas. I do think Dallas is going to put up a fight because I do think Dallas is a decent team. Yeah, and it should be like that. You shouldn't have four early sweeps in the playoffs because these are the best teams right. in the West. So, or in the, like the the conference. Yeah. So I don't think like it should be like a sweep. Oh, Dallas is fourth. Correction, Dallas is fourth, not three. Um, but um, yeah, I do think a little concerning, but I just can't see many teams in the East beating them. Okay. Although. Versus the teams in the East, uh, like um, Philly and Milwaukee, they did were like one game apiece. I yeah, saw. So, right. But you only have two game, which is a very small sample size. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fair because because every series in the NBA right now is two two or two one. So it's which it's, is good. Which it's is extremely good. It's great balanced. for the fans. Yeah. It's it's but it's, it's not it's, good for the players. Your best players get tired. Yeah. And this well, is where the depth really matters. And this is where that's where Phoenix shines. Phoenix. That's really where Phoenix does shines. Like and in the East, where depth really shines. Yeah. Miami Heat. Miami Heat. Okay, so so we're shifting gears now. Oh, we're shifting Let's walk now. through the eight series. Oh, yeah, we should. Or the, sure. the four series that are left. The four series are left. Eight teams that are left. Eight teams left, right. 
So there's four series. Talk me through your predictions for each. Okay, so I mean, we gotta start out with. Let's start out in the East with the the Bucks and the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bucks are leading two one. Game is being played tonight on Monday. Yep. They were recording. Um, I mean, the Celtics are good. I do think they should be farther along. Um, think, yeah. I just don't think they have that piece to beat the Bucks. I see the Bucks winning in six, but can easily go to game seven. But no matter what, I do see the Bucks making it through to the conference finals. Okay. So my problem, my problem. So I, I have Bucks and Bucks and six. Okay. My problem with the Celtics, the Celtics are the hottest team. Yeah. Since January first. My problem with the Celtics is you live and you die by Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yes. If Jason Brown, if Jason Brown, if Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum cannot create offense, they can't hit shots. You don't stand a chance against a team like Milwaukee. No. Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to get thirty a night. You can't stop that. Yeah. If Boston's not hitting their shots, they're not winning a game. No. The games in Milwaukee, they go up three one. Boston takes game five at home, and then Milwaukee finishes off at game six. I, that's that's the only way I see this going down. Yeah. Unless Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum just average a combined 80. 55. <laughs> yeah, 80. I mean, the, 80 most likely. For, for the rest of the series. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I think they will get hot one game. Yeah, they, they'll get hot one game. And that is why the series could be extended to seven games. Yeah. But unless they're not hot in game seven. Yeah. They're going home. They're going home. They they can't outplay Milwaukee. Milwaukee's they very just have hard to have team a to really outplay. Game. So, all right. So we agree on that. Milwaukee in six or seven. Miami, Philly. It's two two. The Heat won the first two. Philly looks really good in these last two. Getting Joel Embiid back. What's your what's your take on that? Joel Embiid has to stay healthy, right. and James Harden has to play, which has been kind of a miss he was on last night which gave him the 2-2 game but miami's depth is just insane miami's deep you have a 90 million dollar player duncan robinson playing one minute this entire series and you're not out of it yeah it's still 2-2 um i mean it's really a coin toss but i do think the heat will win in seven games okay and but if joel and b goes down it's over I, I think I think Embiid will be fine the rest of the series. I do think I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with you. I think Philly wins the series, and I'm gonna go out here on a limb and say Philly wins in six. Oh, I so think, you think it's series is done. I for think the heat. I think Miami has won the last game they will win this season. Philly looks dominant. Mm-hmm. Miami, they got forty points from Jimmy Butler, and they didn't win. And they did not win. Yeah. They don't have an answer for Joel Embiid. They don't have an answer for Tyrese Maxey on most nights. Yeah. And then James Harden is getting going. Well, if he shows up and all three of those happen, I do think I think Philly has all the. I honestly like I could flip a coin on this series to be honest. Yeah, it's a very competitive series, and they split the um, regular season series two two as well. Did they? So. Yeah, I, I I got I got Philly and and six. But if it takes them seven, I'm not going to be surprised. I think whoever wins game five has probably going to win the series. Hands. Yeah. But again, I mean, this is this that's that's a that's a good series. It's going to go a long way. Yeah. All right, let's go out west. All right, we're going out west with the Suns and the Mavs. We just talked about the Mavs and the Suns, but um, I have the Suns closing seven and six. I think they're the better team. Chris Paul is mad <laughs> at any Mavs people. Um. I do need to see a little bit more out of Aiton as well. I think yeah. game three, he only had eight points, I believe. Or was that? He's not playing away his way into a nice contract like he just No, did. he is not. And he needs to play quickly so they can win and get the contract. <laughs> <laughs> Wendell Carter or DeAndre Aiton? <sighs> There's one right answer. I have to say Wendell Carter. You've got to say Wendell Carter. Flags right behind me. Yeah. Go Magic. No, <laughs> I, 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 you, have to, you have to go with Wendell Carter here. He's cheaper. He doesn't need to be at the front, at the center of your offense. 
he's a better player to win games with. DeAndre Ayton might be the better individual performer. Wendell Carter is is a player that you're going to win more games with. Yeah. But DeAndre Ayton was picked high. I mean, I do think he has some talent for me sticking around and considered for a max contract, but the Suns really need but to they, step they up. They would have given it to him last year if they thought he was worth a max contract. That is true. He hasn't shown it yeah, in I don't this think... series or last series, yeah. and I think it really hurt them in the finals. Yeah. No, I agree. So so you said, so what's your, your Suns Mavs pick? Oh, Suns and Six, I think. Suns and Six. Suns will finish out in four more games. Four more games. Okay. Yeah, I got I got Suns and Seven. I think I think Dallas gets hot, right? You've got Luca, you've got Jalen Brunson, like you said. Oh, I mean, it could easily go to seven. I think it goes to seven. I think Phoenix finishes it out at home. Uh, but I'll I'll be honest with you, I didn't see Dallas putting up this this type of fight against Phoenix. No, I thought I Phoenix was gonna win. I love I love five. to see it. I love to see it. Yeah. No, good for them. Good for them. All right, we're going out west. We're gonna stay out west. The Warriors are up. 2-1 on the Grizzlies. There's been a lot of temper splaring in this one. Yeah. We've got Gary Payton out for the foreseeable future off a, a flagrant two-foul. Uh, the next game, John Morant is probably not playing game four. Nope, he's not. I think he's out. Okay, sure. so there's a lot of uh, physicality in this game, but is it physical or is it dirty? Oh, I think the, the Grizzlies are a very aggressive team. They have a lot to prove. They haven't been in this situation in a while. And, I mean, they look like the teams that the Grizzlies pass, the nitty-gritty play. Yeah. You know, I saw an interesting fact that Steven Adams is, like, what is he, only 28? Really? I, I mean, he's I would have like, said he's, like, 32. Yeah. Really? And a great player. I'm glad he's on I that Grizzlies Steven team. Adams. I love Steven He's just consistent. I, I, would, I would love You know what you're going to get out of him, and then sometimes he goes off. Well, you need you need somebody to... and he can hit full court shots. Yeah, I mean, I, we've and seen hit a little shimmy at the times. end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love to see that. Yeah, I, I, Stephen Adams is one of my favorite bigs in the NBA because I, I think you need that type of physicality in the paint. You, you can't yeah. give up anything easy. He's, he's the strongest player in the NBA, and I, I say that knowing that Zion. Is and it gives a good advantage to the Grizzlies in this series. He's not playing. Steve Adams isn't playing. He hasn't. He hasn't been in the rotation. Oh, that's right. But I, well, they should put him back in. <laughs> <laughs> You'll win game four if you put Steve Adams back in. So John Morant out game four. You're down two one. If you go down three one, the series is over. Yeah, and a lot does live on John Morant's shoulders. But John Morant was out twenty five games during the regular season. Memphis went twenty and five. That's a good point. And does that success roll over to the playoffs? They're gonna have Dylan Brooks back here today. Um, it's tough. I really do want to root for this Grizzlies team. Yeah. Really do want to see them. Yeah. Pull this out. Yeah. I just I don't buy into it. I don't think they can. And I do think John Morant will be back for Game Five. Yeah. So I think this is a one game thing, but. Either they drop this game or they don't. I still see the series going to six games okay. in the Warriors' favor. I see the Grizzlies winning game four. I think the series is 2-2 going back to Memphis. I think the Grizzlies take game three. They have two Give chances me. to win one. Give me Grizzlies in seven. I don't trust this Warriors team. And the reason I don't trust this Warriors team is because you're living and you're dying by Jordan Poole. Jordan Which Poole, we would never thought we would say. Jordan Poole is a good player. He's not a great player. And if Jordan Poole is what you need to win an NBA title, you're in trouble. Yeah, and I, and do we ever think we'd be saying anyone besides Steph Curry, Clay Thompson? Draymond Green. Or Draymond Green within no. five years' time? No. You know they have Andrew Wiggins on their team again. I mean, <laughs> number one overall pick you're talking uh, about. All-star starter. Starter Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. They live and die by Andrew Wiggins, I thought. But now they live and die by Jordan Poole. <laughs> does Andrew Wiggins even play now? Is that I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Nah, he does. But... No, he does. But, um. No, so this so that's interesting. So you have Warriors in six. I have Grizzlies in seven. I I think the Grizzlies, and, and and so this is this is my problem with John Morant. Is if John Morant doesn't miss twenty five games this year, John Morant is my vote for MVP. 
He's yeah. obviously the best player on the number two team in the West. They obviously exceeded expectations. John Moran is my MVP, but they won. he misses 25 games, and, and, they, and they win 80% of those. Yeah, that is kind of a frightening thing as their star player in seeing that. You but also, I mean, it adds to say how good that team is because deep. John Morant, like when he came back, he didn't throw out the rotation. They still went and got it done to the second seed. Like they still were the second seed team. Yeah. Against Warriors team who was very good. Against the Dallas team who was very good. I mean, and they weren't even the, they weren't in the playoffs last year or they were eight seeds last year. Eight. They were eight seed Grizzlies. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, and the West is tough. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I, I've got the Grizzlies winning game four. I think the Grizzlies play better team basketball. Without John Morant. Without John Morant. And I think, I think that's how they're going to beat the Warriors. Well, so I don't think John Morant alone can beat the Warriors. I think he, it has to be a team effort. And I think the Grizzlies know how to get it done because they've, they've won 20 out of 25 games without Team playing. basketball. Team basketball. <laughs> Offense wins games. Defense wins championships. Team basketball beats the Warriors. <laughs> All right. But so, does team basketball win championships? It beats the Warriors. <laughs> it beats the Warriors. Well, um, that's kind of telling what comes up here. But we're going to start with the Eastern Conference Finals. So now we have different different teams in the conference. So now if it goes Heat, Heat versus Bucks, I had the Bucks in seven. I think the Heat team beat the Bucks during the bubble. They did not pair well with them in last year's playoff but this year's playoff i think they pair very well but i do think Giannis is Giannis, and Giannis is getting it done fair so in that series i picked the sixers so i have philly milwaukee i think milwaukee and six milwaukee and six so we both had the bucks moving on to finals yep and then going out west you have Suns versus warriors i have Suns versus warriors and he has Suns versus memphis memphis grizzlies <laughs> uh, well, I had the Suns winning in six against the Warriors. I think Suns get a little wake up call with the Mavs. I mean, they, 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 they would have got a wake up call with the, with the, the Pelicans. Pelicans. I still but, have um, five. You have Suns in five. So still, we got the Suns moving so on. So we've still got we have we still have the rematch Phoenix. of the medium sized team markets. Yeah, I would say, yeah. which is good, yeah, which is fair. good for the sport. Really yeah. good for the sport. Not not traditional. Power not the houses. glitz and glam of LA right. or New York. Just players who want to win championships. Get it done. And get it done and stay loyal. So do you have? All right. So we've got the finals rematch. Phoenix, Milwaukee. Who's taking home the Larry O'Brien Trophy? And does the give Larry it to Chris O'Brien, Paul? Does the, give it to Chris Paul? Does the Larry O'Brien Trophy look like it's crystallized? The, Heard it here first. It, it is gonna like be clear. It's gonna be crystal. The, the ball is gonna come up on the top. <laughs> it's not gonna come in a Louis Vuitton case though. It's not. It is not. I Unless wanna... they signed a sponsorship that I don't know about. I feel like now I that I say that out loud, they might have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to win anymore if it's not. If that's not how you're delivering it to me. I think they might get the Louis Vuitton case is a big deal breaker for you. Yeah. I would have thought the crystal, the crystal trophy would have been the deal breaker. <laughs> no, I don't like I Louis think Vuitton. if it is a crystal trophy, though, I think they're going to have two of them because I think you can't give. You can't give them a special one? I mean, what are they going to do in the 100th year anniversary then? Make another special one. <laughs> I mean, you already made a crystal. I mean, unless you're you bet, freaking got 20... putting diamonds Adam on Silver that thing. Adam doesn't care about that. It's 25 years away. He's not going to be able to come up with something special. I guess not his problem. Might as well go with a bang. Yeah, give it to somebody else. Give somebody else a problem. Well, based off trophies in the past, everything's going to be crystallized for this year. The ring is going to be crystal even. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good point. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I had the Suns in six. Do you? Getting the job done. It's the Suns will be at home. Not game six, though, unfortunately. Right. But I think they get it done Milwaukee. Get their revenge. I think they get the wake-up call. They get the confidence from beating the Warriors. Because this Warrior team isn't like beating the Warrior team of last year. Right. It's beating the Warriors team who was basically back to yeah. their they're not as good title as run. They're not as day, good as but they're, they're not as good as they were. Oh, no, they're not. They're not as good as they were. I they're, I mean, you had Durant on this team, so you can't really replace yeah, but even them. I mean, they're trying to replace them with... They're not good. Uh, Harrison Barnes, man, good for you. Yeah, but who do you got? 
Give me Milwaukee in six. Wow, Milwaukee this repeats. Is, this is Chris Paul's best chance to win a This is Chris Paul's last chance. Best or last? Is best. Well, okay. So best and last? <laughs> best and last. I do think. I don't. I mean, I felt nervous about last year because I'll be honest, I'm a huge Chris Paul fan. Yeah. I love watching the guy play. And um, seeing him lose the finals last year, yeah. being there, had me a little nervous that this is their only chance. This is his it did feel last a chance. Fluky. It felt a little fluky, but I mean, we were proven wrong by this season. They were obviously the best team. Dominating regular season. Yeah. And. But now I feel again that it could be the last chance. And we I mean, we talked for hours last year about Chris Paul, if they were going to re-sign him. Yeah. And you thought they weren't. I said, no, they are, because they realized this is their best chance right now. Right. To win a championship. And I think Chris Paul still got it in him. He wasn't a free agent. He was a free agent. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. They re-signed him. Really? Yeah, it was like a three-year deal. Huh. No kidding. Yeah, no, there's talks of him going to L.A., finally completing – the yeah, trade yeah, that got shot right. down. That's right. Okay. But he knew. He saw what no one else in did the media really saw. Did You did really say that. It's okay. I said a lot of couple things. That, a couple things I, I that were wrong. Too. I don't remember saying that, but that's fair. Oh, oh, I did say you that. You did say that. Because I said you don't want to wrap up that much money. You don't want to wrap up money in an aging point guard. Yeah, I did say that. But now they got Cameron Payne. Yeah, he's not. He played good in the regular season. He's not Chris Paul. He's not Chris Paul, though. No. If you develop it a little bit more, maybe you can get almost Chris Paul. <laughs> You're not getting almost Chris like, Paul. Not like Chris Paul Walmart. Is a generational. Like, you get maybe like talent. a CVS Chris Cameron Paul Payne was with... out of the NBA for two years, bro. <laughs> hey, but talk about a comeback. He came back and played he very did. well. That's fair, but but and first of all, you know Alfred Payton's on the Suns. He is on the Suns. Don't you want your boy Alfred Payton to win? Bro, Alfred is my guy. Yeah. Fun right. fact. And you're picking. Fun the fact. Box. I scored on Alfred Payton. I played one on one with Alfred Payton. And I scored on him. When and why have I not heard about this? Oh, you have heard about it. That's why I have my my Alfred Payton signed hat. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How would a hat fit on his head? Like so. That's actually funny. You gotta you say like, that. But, oh, he doesn't have the haircut anymore. You no. have to like put it on like this because that thing was like. Did you see his picture from the draft? I think I forgot it, but I definitely see the hat. Yeah, the back. it's like stuck on top of his head. It's like I would just kind of like head. put it on the top, like you know, yeah, you got that's that little, how we did. It. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah. that's even better. Go Suns. Suns now in four, closing Suns, the Suns series out. Alfred Payton Alfred averages Payton. a triple double. Oh yes, for sure. Chris Paul goes down. Alfred Payton. Comes <laughs> no, not boy. Suns. Not my boy, Chris. <laughs> no. no, I do. I I have Milwaukee. I think Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the NBA. Well, Giannis Antetokounmpo is just Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's the best player in the NBA, and not only is he the best player in the NBA. I think Giannis Antetokounmpo, when it's all said and done, will be the best power forward in NBA history. Oh, I thought you were going to go a way different direction there, and I actually I got going? a little nervous. Where I thought you were going to go kind of GOAT conversation. I think Giannis Antetokounmpo belongs in the GOAT conversation. I think he does. I, I think he will. I think Giannis Antetokounmpo, when it's all said and done, absolutely belongs on the Mount Rushmore of NBA players. Wow. It, it, I, obviously, if he retired today, that's not the case. If his career continues to track the way it has, he belongs on the Mount Rushmore. I think Giannis Antetokounmpo will wind up being one of the most accomplished players in NBA history. And I'm going to be honest with you, or best, best, best. So you and think he's going to get a lot of awards? He's, he's going to win a couple championships. He's won he has MVPs. won two MVPs. He's won one championship. I think he's my favorite to win again. You can win back-to-back titles in Milwaukee. That'd be a big deal. You you won back to back MVPs. You've won Defensive Player of the Year. What? Yeah, I mean, dude's right. twenty six years old. It's crazy to talk, think about. I think Giannis. Think about this. Would you rather have if you're building an NBA team? Would you rather have Michael Jordan or Giannis Antetokounmpo? In my mind, I would rather have Giannis Antetokounmpo than Michael Jordan. Oh, if, I mean, if Giannis was in Michael Jordan's time, I mean, would Michael Jordan be the goat? I think Giannis Antetokounmpo, when it's all said and done. Can absolutely be the goat. No, but if Giannis played in Michael Jordan's time, you heard the cocks that the NBA is way more physical today, more yeah. athletic. If Giannis Antetokounmpo played in 1994, people would not know what to do. People would freak out. No, Giannis. <laughs> people freak out now. Giannis people would lose their mind. Would be the 
the the best player in the history. I th- I do think so. Yeah, I mean, because he's I mean he's a Shaq. That look has, at him. He's a Shaq that plays every position. Yeah, can we? Shaq was watching Shaq play back in the day. He was a beast. He was freakishly athletic. Yeah, he was. Especially in Orlando. Especially in Orlando. I didn't realize that because when we started watching the NBA and like knowing that, like watching Shaq play, it was not what Shaq was like. Right. Like, oh my gosh. Shaq is scared a beast. Oh yeah. Even if I was Giannis, I'd be scared crapless of Shaq. (laughs) (laughs) But no. Yeah, I think he could be in the GOAT conversation. I don't know. I think. Oh, this is this dangerous Cause, territory. Cause Giannis, this is dangerous cause territory. Because in the closeout game against Phoenix last year, remember this, Giannis was almost out the entire playoffs. Remember, he injured his knee in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. He was almost out the rest of the playoffs. He comes back in the closeout game, game six against Phoenix. Mind you, they won four straight games. Gets it done. 50 points. Yeah. He all, Mind you, not only has he won the, the title, the, the you know all that stuff, he also won finals MVP. Yeah. He's 26 years old. At this age, he is as accomplished as anybody. In yeah, he really is. He really is. I think I forget how much he's done and, and how young he is. He's done it without <laughs> a Scotty Pippen. I mean, Chris Middleton is a good player. Not he a was Scottie drafted Pippen. in the second round for not a Dwayne Wade. Brooke Lopez is not Dennis Rodman, <laughs> <laughs> right? Giannis Antetokounmpo has done more. With Dennis Giannis. Rodman is just Dennis Rodman. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's special. <laughs> <laughs> So, Take that as he may. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Give me Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ten years from now, we're gonna look back on this conversation. Goat and conversation. We're say Giannis Antetokounmpo is the goat. The goat. You just the said goat. not goat conversation. No, I goat. say goat conversation Giannis because is the goat. I say goat conversation the because goat. there will always be a goat conversation. No, there's no conversation. No, Giannis there always close. will. There's no Giannis way. Will close the there book. are too many generations there for there to be a legit goat. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the. I goat. mean, unless he wins like ten titles, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the, the only goat. thing ever holding back any player from a goat conversation is the amount of titles. That's not true. I mean, LeBron reason- always. Every time we talk about LeBron, goat, his NBA record, his NBA Finals record gets brought up. Is LeBron or MJ a goat? It's tough, and I lean more t- towards the side of LeBron LeBron's because of what he is doing. At the age of thirty-seven, right now, that's a, that's a good reason. Yeah, I mean, MJ was gambling, but then MJ also <laughs> had six titles at that point, so you can't fault him. But I do think LeBron. But if you ask someone twenty years older than me, LeBron's not even a question. It's MJ. Yeah. And then you ask us in today's time. I mean, besides you, you are obviously on the Giannis uh, goat right train. Now. I do think he is will be in the goat conversation. LeBron is my goat right now. But LeBron is my goat right now. Yeah. And. But probably my kids will think Giannis is the goat, and then their kids will think someone else is the goat. And I think the goat Your conversation. Your kids are smart. <laughs> my future kids will be smart. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I don't. College expensive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I do think that the goat conversation will all exist. You think it will be over with Giannis, and I do think Giannis will be a top three player goat conversation. And I think it will be alternating depending on what stats you look at and what highlights you look at. But now we did get a little off track, and uh, we did mention NFL draft in the beginning of it, and we have completely went the route of the NBA. We did. We went the route of the NBA. But are we done with the NBA yet? Yeah, yeah, we're, we'll be done. We're done we'll with the done. NBA. We'll move on. So the NFL draft was over a week ago, and every pick has been dissected and analyzed by every broadcast association, right. every wannabe sports host. I mean, mm-hmm. not us, because we were late to the game. So, um, <laughs> but no, but, um, so instead of talking about these picks for the NFL draft, we'll talk a little bit about some picks, but we're going to talk about stuff about the NFL draft. I mean, that's first, the big topic point is the QBs. I mean, NFL teams kind of showed them what they thought of these QBs. Trash. Trash. Hot <laughs> trash, apparently. <laughs> and, um, but there was one QB that was picked in the first round and that was kenny pickett i'd like to make it known that i picked that I he did pick that, that. I and that i pick. totally said that was wrong i thought it was gonna be malik willis and jonathan mentioned an interesting fact that pitt and Steelers share the same facility so i didn't actually know that 
but I knew. You just said that on the top of your head? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I like because teams like players that they can see. You right? better be so convinced. <laughs> well, I know. I, I did. I we 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 the scouts can go to every game. Well, I mean, every practice you're, you're now that we learned. Well, yeah, now, now we know that. They but... share the doors like this. They do. That's crazy. So you go one way to the pit locker room. Yeah, if you walk like five feet the other way, you enter into the Steelers' side of the facility compared to the pit facility. And actually, an interesting quote from Kenny Pickett yeah. that he said, whenever he walked up to the pit practice facility, he always just dreamed of walking through the other side of that door one day. Yeah, yeah. And it, dreams happen. It's like Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, I, I will always bet that location really matters right we look at the the number one overall pick from georgia winding up in jacksonville you see i, I you said Kenny that Pickett. you said that when we talked about it earlier a yeah, little bit i did but i don't know like i think that's a big deal because because you're more comfortable with people that you see more often you as yeah, a but scout, Aiden, every as a game scout. was on tv for these guys but you 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 for aiden hutchinson and but you, what you don't Walker. see at the games that the, the scouts are actually paying attention to is like their body language in between plays. I guess that's when right. you're that's when you're watching. But what games could Jacksonville go? I mean, they they go all the way to Georgia. It's not that far. It's I guess you're right. It's not that far. So they just go up every time. Yeah, I mean, it's that's like three reasonable. hours. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, I don't know. I think that situation is Jacksonville is a little far stretched, but I can't see how it is easy. But now with planes, you can go anywhere you want. But I do think now that I. Heard that Kenny Pickett's and the Pitt share the same facility as the Steelers. I do think that location mattered for that pick. Yeah, I really do believe that I was an in-house pick more. because I do think they got to see him practice. I got to see everything that that kid went through, the growth of him. I mean, really, the question was his hand size at the time, but I think that didn't deter teams. And now with gloves being so good, I mean, we saw Teddy Bridgewater when he did his pro day at Louisville didn't use the gloves was terrible and then went out and used the gloves and he showed that the gloves did help him and i don't care if you throw the ball to the glove you could sling the ball around heck that's that's good enough for me that's that's good enough for me and i I really do think it was an in-house pick this time and i think maybe jacksonville was influenced by walker being so close to georgia as a jags fan i um hope he pans out very well i do think i was a little surprised when that i remember seeing the first indications that walker would be picked first was um betting odds really yeah betting odds and everyone reacting like oh betting odds has changed walker going number one is like i don't know i'd say it was like the lowest but the best odds yeah. best odds he was going one and then um broadcast teams got onto this and started like dissecting why he would be going first overall what jacksonville was thinking and i do think like up until the draft one and two were kind of a flip I mean, the guy from Oregon, Thib- Thibodeau, Thibodeau yeah, was supposed Tavon to be two Thibodeau. for a while, and then he wasn't. He was fifth, fourth? No, fifth. He was fifth. Questions about his love for the game. Love for the game, just like the ben um, Simmons. and just like the uh quarterback from LSU. Right. Yeah. Yep. Does LSU have an attitude problem? Yes, they Question do. Question mark. Yes, they do. <laughs> do you ever seen that video? Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons came from LSU. Yeah. Do you ever seen that video? Um, I think we talked about it a little bit. The video, of it was like made to a meme and TikTok. But I do think there's there's definitely truth behind it. Of yeah. one LSU player saying when all your teammates enter the transfer portal, yeah. every locker was empty. Yeah. Like not like empty because they left for the season. No, like they took their stuff out. Yeah. Well, that that to be fair, that's because. Uh, LSU got banned from the tournament, NCAA tournament. Next year? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they had some violation. Then why were they able to play this year? I don't know. How did that not be? That's why their coach left. Yeah, I knew their coach left. The problem, I didn't know it affected the whole team, though. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. I mean, but you're right. I think LSU has a problem, because Ed Ogeron, right, he left because, well, not because, but... uh, Coach O. He's... I don't like his voice. Go Tigers. <laughs> he can't even understand what he's saying. I love no. his voice. <laughs> I, got Jor- I, got, I got Joe Burrow some crawfish, <laughs> and he was committed. Go Tigers. <laughs> but he I, – I, 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 there's there's some attitude problem at LSU. The, the, 
they don't seem to care too much for the integrity. Or do you think it's the introduction of NIL deals? No. You don't think that has any influence? No, I think the NIL deals make it more incentivizing to go to college or a better college. No, I I, I think it makes it uh, easier for you not to break the rules. Because if you don't have to pay players under the table, you can just pay players. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, teams are playing. So if you break the rules at this point, you're just really not intelligent. Really dumb and deserve to be banned from the next year's tournament. Yeah, because... Apparently LSU is. Because you can pay your players at this point just through, like... Un- just help them get sponsorship. I heard something about yeah, the booster funds being massively increased and yeah. not what the NIL deals were supposed to be. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the best way to do this is have your boosters sponsor the players. Right. It's like basically paying them without paying them yep. to come to your school. I agree. And... I think I saw Caleb Williams sign a very cool deal. He signed with a realtor agency in Beverly Hills, yeah, which was a very cool deal with his new transferring to USC and the whole situation with Lane Kiffin. Or no, not Lane Kiffin. The Oklahoma coach. Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. Yes, Lincoln Riley. Oh, also, speaking of Lane Kiffin, though, I saw a video of him with a transfer yeah. and driving around oh, with Rolls Royce yeah. at the roof. And he's like, and I forget what he said. He's like, he's like, will you drop me the a uh, guy said, will you drop me off somewhere? He's like, only if you commit to Ole Miss. And he said, all right, done. And they're like, all right, you get dropped off now. <laughs> He's in the transfer portal. <laughs> oh, it was funny. It was yeah. hysterical. I think Kiffin, a funny guy. He's a character. He's a character. You never know what you're going to get from him. But I feel like he's one of the most successful, um, recently most successful uh, Nick Saban he's had, coaches. He's had some I mean, he's had some success. They all had some success Yeah. eventually, but no. Roll Tide. Roll, boo. Boo. Hey. <laughs> Georgia won. They did. All that first time, matters. First time. First time. I was very ecstatic. Roll Tide. There may have been a tiny bit of to be fair, happy tears to be from fair, my eyes. To be fair, if, if Bama was healthy, it would have looked a lot more like the SEC championship game. No. Yes, it would have. No. Yes, it would have. They were not going to let that freaking happen again. They would have. It was close until Jameson Williams went down. Until the better team showed up to play. So how do you describe 41? What was the score? 41 to 14 in the SEC championship game? Yeah, that, that looks like a better team to me. <laughs> um, Five Georgia defensive players were taken in the first round. Georgia was the more talented team. Georgia was not the Georgia's defense team. was... Georgia was the more Giannis talented team. Giannis on the Kumbos everywhere. Georgia... Freaks. They scored 41 on them in the SEC championship game. <laughs> that was a one-off. That was not... <laughs> that was hardly. Georgia was the more talented team. Bama was the better team. And if Jamison Williams doesn't get injured... This is, we're looking at a different world. I do think it helped them. I don't think. What do you mean? Come on, I, I mean, I'm never. Well, gonna, right, what about John I'm Mechie? Never, what about I'm John Mechie getting injured? I'm in the never going to agree with you that yeah, Bama should have won the game. To. I'm not. And you're you never going to agree with me that Georgia won the game. Yeah, Georgia should have won the game. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But Georgia's a better team, and that's facts. We'll agree um, to disagree. So that is um, not facts. You're going to get kicked off your own. What about prospects at the draft? Now, we talked a little bit about the NBA draft, but every NBA prospect is at the draft. Every NBA prospect's at the draft. And no, so when, not. Well, okay. I feel like it's a lot more than NFL. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel agree like a lot of NFL players are at home. Yeah. Which I do agree. Family is very important. So being there with your family is a very cool deal. And... um. But I do think more of them should be there, especially for everything that the NFL does. I mean, they print out – you know they print out – they have uh, four jerseys for each team, and every name of a draft a draft eligible player is – that could be, like, realistically taken in the first round. I'm sure there's some exceptions. Right, like, right. Mr. Irrelevant's name was not printed out <laughs> along with the first-round draft pick prospects. But um, they print it out in every font of really? every NFL team. Really? So they find out – as soon as the NFL finds out, and they make the jersey right away to be presented on the stage. Wow. And so I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, they bring four jerseys for trades, so. Right. And every name. Because, like, it's, like, I thought, like, okay, like, really, they probably have, like, eight, ten fonts. But, like, looking at the jerseys. There's quite a few. There are quite a few different fonts. And, mm, like, I don't even know, like, a handful of teams that have, like, similar fonts. So that's pretty impressive. So now I do think they should show up more often. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel one way or the other about it. I, I think I think it's fun for the fans that, you know, 
go to Vegas. Yeah. To see a their, their new draft pick. But a lot of crazy of fan gear. I love to see yeah, it. Yeah, right? That's that is the fun part about I love to see that. it. I yeah. love how dressed up NFL fans get. They get into it. And to sit out in the heat sometimes. Yeah. Vegas. Or the cold. For like Lambo. <laughs> oh, so we're not talking about the draft at this point. Oh, we're just we're just talking about NFL fans in general. Yeah. Like I went I feel to like college fans are wilder though. Oh, college fans are wilder. I mean, their stadiums are like a hundred thousand in the yeah. SEC. Yeah. Which is interesting that Joe Burrow said, "Oh, playing in the stadium won't affect." Yeah, candlestick when he played against yeah. the Chiefs, he's like, "Oh, it won't affect me." Yeah. All SEC stadiums SEC are can't, wilder can't than that, and yeah. he's a hundred percent correct. I feel like he Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And it didn't affect him. But yeah. And that's all we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Um, make sure you're listening up for more sports topic podcasts. And maybe, did we hear rumblings of an exclusive or special Friday podcast? No kidding. No kidding. No sports. No motorsports. Just just talks. Just talks. Ooh. Ooh. I like the sound of that. Special. Maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll have to talk to our producers. Let us know. Let us know. Don't let us know. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is episode one. It's only going to get come. better from here. It's only Seven years in the making here. we did That's this. That's right. I'm it's a little, a little bit of a dream come true, and it's uh, a little nerve-wracking. Yeah, but, you know, I couldn't. I My co-host makes it easy on me, so I... I you hear more I've about it in the Friday job. podcast. It, it's kind of been announced. <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Hardly. Hardly. It's just a fever dream. Fever dream. <laughs> All right. Thanks, y'all.